this is Secura Baez, and I am so excited to welcome you to Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. And today's podcast, we're going to be talking about November to Remember and empowering you in this time and in this season of remembrance of what the Lord has done in your life through this season. Sometimes the enemy tries to get us so caught up in what we don't have that we forget to be grateful for what we do have. And so I'm so excited to have you here today with me as we deep dive into what the Word of God says as we embrace this time in this season of a November to remember. So let's deep dive now right into Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. The thing that is exciting to me about knowing that God's thoughts are not like my thoughts is that when I start to process through my mind traffic um, of the quote unquote things that are going in my natural environment, I sometimes get caught up in all the things that, um, that cost, right? I count the cost. And so, and sometimes the cost outweighs what I currently have, right? But when God's thoughts are not like my thoughts, then I have to rely on him and surrender those things. And in this surrender, know that it doesn't all have to be done at once. It doesn't all have to be paid for at the same time. And God's portion for me is exceedingly more abundantly than I could ask or imagine. But actually putting a voice to it and realizing that the enemy would again want me to get into a, a time of ungratefulness when I'm called during this season to actually have gratitude. And isn't it exciting that, you know, we can, we can reflect on those things and, and remember to be grateful for what we have in front of us, because I know that there was a time and there was a season specifically during this particular season where, um, for me to be perfectly authentic and true to who I am as a warfare strategist, I can remember when I was molested and it was actually during this time and season, um, as a child. And so, and then again, later on in life, um, where, where I had attempted suicide again at another time in life where I had five men who tried to take my life and murder me. And God brought me through, like he, this particular season, there was a lot of trauma. I actually used to wear a bracelet around my, my wrist and I would snap it to, um, keep me focused on the present, right? So one of the things that the Lord has given me and um, and then I went through this whole season where I got caught up, um, where I went from that, you know, the, where this particular Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season was all very wrapped in trauma for me to a season where I was like, oh, see, it's all rooted in paganism, <laughs> you know? And it was so cool because the other day I was driving and the Lord just told me, he's like, um, he just impressed this compassion upon me um, of how his thoughts were not like my thoughts. And he reminded me of how I, how I 
perceived this particular season. And, um, and so it went from where there was a lot of trauma to where I was like, oh, I can't celebrate because there's all this pagan rituals involved and things like that. And now I have children. And so now I have a different perception in, in the fact. And, and so the Lord was reminding me, he just overwhelmed me with compassion of other people's generosity in this season and how people really reflect the father's heart towards each other um, by giving in a way that they don't necessarily give any other time of the year. Um, even the scroogiest of scrooges, the grinchiest of grinches um, gives during this season or so it seems. And so the exciting part about that is that we get to we get to be partakers and we get to see the goodness of the Lord in doing in, in this season, right? And so um, the Lord was just showing me how he is a redeemer of all things. And even in this season, he's a redeemer of something that, and he reminded me of the scripture that talks about when he was talking to Peter and um, he said, Peter, who am I? And he said, surely you are the son of God. And he turned around and he said, Peter on this rock, I'm going to build my church. And he wasn't talking about Peter specifically, but he was talking about where they were actually um, geographically located was in a place where there was a, where there was all these altars to all these pagan gods. And um, if memory serves me right, of course. <laughs> and so, and he was like, I'm going to build my church. Like I'm going to desecrate what the enemy consecrated to himself because that's what God does, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm bigger, I'm better, I'm stronger, I'm mightier. And so the Lord has shown me that that's what he's actually done with all these quote unquote pagan symbols and rituals and things like that. He has set up quote unquote church right in the middle of all of the atrocity and animosity and all of the things. And he is a generous, loving, giving God who takes care of his children and he blesses them. He gives them grace even when they don't deserve it. And so it's so cool though, that we start this season with gratitude, right? And then that gratitude leads into generosity in December. And so I was like, God, you're just so good. And even now, like I'm getting a little teary-eyed <laughs> because that's just the goodness of our father, right? That his thoughts are not like our thoughts. So of course he would take some, you know, the, these hundreds of years before this last century or last 50 years or whatever, he would take those years and go, you know what? I'm going to redeem all that. I'm going to make it because every day is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Amen. So let's move on right on. We're going to move into John 3, 16. Um, the Greek word there for believe, right, is pisuo. Pisuo. I, I could be saying it wrong, and you're more than welcome to send me a message and correct me. But it means it goes beyond intellectual assent. It involves trust and commitment. So for where God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes whosoever pistuo whoever truly commits and has trust in him should not have per should not perish but have eternal life john 3:16 is that beautiful doesn't that just enrich your understanding are you truly committed to the ways of the lord are you truly committed to the message of the cross to 
cost to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So then let's go to Proverbs 4, 7. It says, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. And that word wisdom there is chakma, implying knowledge and skill or offering a deeper perspective. So what the Lord did in, in this monumental moment of redemption of these past seasons that I experienced just the other day, that compassion and that generosity and that heart of the Father, you know, to want to bless and inspire us, um, gave me a deeper perspective, right? It's like, it doesn't matter what the enemy is doing. God is doing something greater. And I think that sometimes we as believers, we get caught up. And even in motherhood, we get caught up in the chaos of the situation. It's very easy to turn on the TV. I actually don't watch TV myself. If I need to know something, the Holy Spirit will tell me. And because I feel like it is perpetuated by fear. And so I'm very cautious as to what I take in, what I entertain, within my atmosphere and within even my children's atmosphere or even my home. We don't watch the news because I believe it perpetuates that fear. And for me, I'm like, fear, get out of here in the name of Jesus, right? And it's not that I'm stupid or not that I don't want want to be in the know. However, I know and trust God to lead, guide, and direct me and to put leaders in my life. I have a wise counsel. I have community who will make me aware of the things that I need to be in prayer over. Like I know I need to be in prayer over Palestine. I know I need to be in prayer over Israel. I know I need to be aware of those things. And I'm actually absolutely grateful that I can do that without entertaining it. I don't entertain demons and neither should you. So Having that deeper perspective and that that knowing that and getting wisdom in whatever way possible. The Bible says that wisdom is actually worth more than silver and gold. That you should do everything you can to gain wisdom. The um, King Solomon, he when he was the Lord offered him whatever he wanted, and he asked he asked for wisdom. And so that that actually, I remember being a little girl and say, God, make me a woman of great wisdom. Um, and I am so, every time someone speaks into my life and uses that word wisdom, I'm like, yes, Lord, help me to be a woman of great wisdom. And so just remembering how, where in the past I was, I acted in such foolishness, um, because when I was a child, I acted like a child, right? And now that I'm no longer a child, I can look at things from that heavenly perspective of the Father and be moved to this attitude of gratitude and gratefulness in this season. Um, and so I'm so thankful for where I am and what I get to experience. And now, like when I put up my tree, I tell, you know, I let my kids know, like this tree, it symbolizes me. Like it symbolizes that I am evergreen and ever growing. And then all of the ornaments, oh goodness, <laughs> I'm getting choked up here. All of the ornaments represent every year of blessing in my life, specifically of my kids. Each of my kids gets to pick out an ornament. Um, and it can be whatever ornament they want, as long as it, it, it kind of, you know, stirs their heartstrings or whatever <laughs> makes them happy. And, um, and so when they, when they move, out of the house or whatever, they can take those ornaments so that they start off with something. Because when I left my house, I, did, I didn't I did have any ornaments to take with me. And so that's not something 
I want my children to, I want them to have something that, um, that has taken years and not that they stay in that place of the past, but they remember the quote unquote presence, not the P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, but the P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, the presence of family and how important it is in every moment and making those memories, um, and so for, for me, that's what that tree has symbolized is how the Lord has added to me every year. He's added those ornaments. He's added those blessings, right? He's added those lights that weren't there so long ago, you know, from that broken heart, heartbroken little girl who was traumatized, <laughs> you know, um, out, out of different situations and different circumstances. But the Lord saw in his mercy and his grace to add to her and make her into something beautiful, just like the tree becomes something beautiful once all the ornaments are applied on it and um, the lights and, and, and the sparkles and the sprinkles and, all, <laughs> you know, all of the things, right? So um, anyway, so that's what, and, and of course, for me, I'm like, the red symbolizes to me the blood of Jesus that washes me white as snow. So we have the red and the white, right? And so the green represents me always growing, always always becoming something that I need to be, that God has called me to, and that I am eternal. That's why it's an evergreen, because I am eternal. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and so all of the things that used to have, you know, pagan symbolism, I'm like, I have partnered with the father and sat with the feet of Jesus and say, how can we redeem this into something beautiful, you know, and redeem this season. And so it's not just a day, it's an entire season for us. It, 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 and it starts for us, it starts November 1st and goes all the way to February 1st, just a time of remembrance of how, what, the goodness of God. And when those men tried to kill me, and it's interesting because it actually said so the date that they tried to do that was December 4th. And then um, the the when I finally came out of hiding again was around the first of February. So it's interesting that that's how the season lasts for our family. Um, so let's go to uh, do 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 uh, yeah. So then uh, we're gonna look at Proverbs 31, 25, it says, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. Beloved, are you looking at the future and laughing at it? I'm like, devil's going to die. <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth of the matter, right? And every little situation that arises, whether it's for my finances, whether it's in my household, whether it's arguments, chaos, confusion, any of that stuff, I'm like, but did I die? But did I die? Is that the Lord's portion for me? No, I did not die. In fact, I'm still alive. And you can't get blood out of a stone. And so I will keep my face like flint and know that God is my provider. And he brings people around me who love me and are so generous. And I have so much to be grateful for. Every every child, every cry, every mess to clean up in this season is an opportunity for another opportunity to make memories, right? And, and be grateful that there is a child that is there to make a mess, right? Because there are mothers out there who won't have those sweet babies to make messes this year. And so, and, and let us be moved by compassion, even in the mess of motherhood, that there are mothers out there who don't get to enjoy that mess. 
may are not in the same capacity as they did in years before. So, um, and I know that those mothers would be like, just one more mess, just one, one more opportunity to clean up, you know, um, Catherine Coleman said, I believe in miracles because I believe in God. And Matthew 17, 20, it says, For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. The Greek word for faith here is pistis, which denotes trust and reliance on God. So do you trust God? Do you rely on him in these situations, in these circumstances that very well might be beyond your control for him to show up and show out? Because he is generous. He is great. He is, he is full of grace and he is full of mercy. And he pulls us out of the miry clay, right? He forms us. He molds us. And so sometimes it doesn't feel so good, but we surrender, right? We surrender to the process that the Lord has for us, even in this season. And, and, and we have so much to be thankful for, even because you have the opportunity to listen to this podcast and I have the opportunity to record. And what that looks like today, ladies, is, is the fact that I get to sit in an office. <laughs> My son is actually in a childcare right down the hallway. And this was something that I had the opportunity to receive. I got scholarships in and I'm so excited to have this opportunity where I don't have to be in my pantry, but I can be in a place that's clean and smells great and, uh, and record this at this time. And so, you know, God sees you, but you also have to close mouths. Don't get fed. So like if I would have never said, um, something to the owner, then I would have never gotten scholarship. And so I had the opportunity to go out and meet her and attend an event with her. And, um, and I started asking her about the opportunity because the Lord told me to, the Lord said, find out about the opportunity that she offers. And, um, and I said, okay, well, I don't really have the finances for this right now. And he goes, because I want you to know what it looks like for in the future. And I said, oh, okay. So I did. And when I did, I was like, oh, okay. And she, and she, she threw the offer out there. She was like, well, do you want, do you want to get signed up? And I was like, well, I can't do it right now at this moment, but hopefully in the future. And she was like, well, we do have scholarships available. If I would have never said anything, then that would have never been thrown out there. And so, and here I sit. <laughs> okay. So praise the Lord, right? Praise the Lord for being willing to step into what God has for you and for his gracious generosity that comes through the community that surrounds you and abounds to you, right? But you have to say something. You have to be willing to be humble and vulnerable at times in order for him to get those great gifts to you, right? And so that leads us to Smith Wigglesworth who said, faith is an irresistible force when you truly believe. So do you truly believe, beloved? I truly believe. I believe in the power of Jesus, of the blood of Jesus Christ, that he paid for all things. And he said, exceedingly more abundantly is my portion. And in Mark 9, 23, it says, all things are possible for who, one who believes. The Greek word for believes here is pistuo, and it indicates unwavering trust. Are you tossed to and fro by your situations and your circumstances? Or are you truly being rooted in this season in the word of God, in Jesus Christ? Because he is trustworthy. So some strategic prayer points that I want to lead you to starting off. Because you are spiritual leaders within your home, 
in your in your community. I'm sure of it. James 5.16 says, The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The Bible actually says in Ephesians 3.17-18, through 18, So that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in love, remember that, rooted and grounded in love, may have strength. So when you're rooted and grounded, you have strength. So if you're not rooted and grounded in love, maybe it's time to take a look at that. Maybe that's why your faith is wavering. Maybe that's why your strength is wavering. But it says you may have, that may have strength to comprehend with all the saints that is the breadth and length and height and depth. And that Greek word for comprehend is katalambano. And it implies a profound grasp. So like super strong, right? <laughs> and so you have a super strong understanding. You have a super strong faith. You have a super strong strength when you are rooted and grounded in love. So I want you to make sure that you ask for that faith that can move mountains and work miracles. Like in like Jesus in Matthew 21, 22, and it says, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. And the word faith here is pistis. And it means signifying that unwavering trust. Um, and so just to kind of sum things up, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And praise the Lord, you're on a podcast and you are absolutely hearing the word. Amen. Amen. And then Psalm 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word, the Hebrew word here is dabar and it encompasses God's spoken and written revelation. I want, to, I want to encourage you to pray and reflect, to strengthen your faith in Philippians 4, 6 through 7 that says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the Greek word for supplication here is desis, which is indicating an earnest treaty. So making sure you stay thankful in this season so you can really make sure that this is in November to remember. And with that, beloved, I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to sign us out. And I encourage you highly to catch next month's podcast. We're going to be featuring some of the nonprofits that we're aware of. Um, I know for me specifically, I'm highlighting a friend of mine who, who works with foster care and kids in foster care. She grew up in that and now she has a nonprofit for it. So please make sure you tune in to hear some of these testimonies, some of the, some of the things that, um, you may not have known about those particular nonprofits or those particular situations and how you might be able to make a difference. Even beloved, if it is just, praying and interceding for those particular people and the and the communities that they're involved in. Who knows? Maybe you can actually be one of those people who ends up volunteering because maybe they're in a city that is near you. Or maybe you can make a financial donation in some capacity because God will honor and he will multiply. I was telling a friend earlier today that um, that if people would just grasp the concept that if every person donated even $5, if that was all that they had, if a hundred people did it, that's $500. And that's enough to change someone's life. It's enough to pay a, an entire 
bill, if not two or three bills, you know, um, for that particular organization. So um, a lot can lead, or a little can lead to a lot if people will just participate and follow the leading of the Lord. And so with that, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every woman on this podcast. I thank you for every listener. I thank you for every replay, Father God. I thank you that and we in this November to remember that you will remind us to have that attitude of gratitude of the things that you have brought us for and that we will remember to be generous, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that when we show up, you show out every single time and we will always walk away with more than we uh, what we started with, Father God, because you are a God of multiplication, Father God. And so I thank you, Father God, that we would we would repair the foundations in our home with our children, Father God, that we would that we would be the parents that we wish that we would have had, Father God, that we will do the things, the hard things, Father God, and that we will honor you with the things that we say and do and we will invite you invite your presence into our home invite your presence into our children's lives invite your presence into our decisions and into the words that come out of our mouth and so i thank you for this time and this season and we rejoice father god and the goodness that you are and i want to wish everyone a happy thanksgiving and enjoy this season because it is what you make of it beloved it is what you make of it Have a wonderful day.